0: Good morning, Bear Nation. I'm Bear from the internet, which I'm sure you are aware. Today, we're going to do the brief. It is 20 September 2023. We're going to talk about uh, the United Nations, a.k.a. the U.S. versus the world. We're going to talk about famine, you know, preparedness and food storage go hand in hand done a couple of videos that the last couple of days on the national preparedness month videos that have been dropping daily on youtube so if you haven't seen those go check them out we got five by fives in the chat appreciate y'all very much and uh, we're going to talk about the crumbling empire of the west per at least one talking head in the professional media of which i am not neither professional nor a part of the media which begs the question, if you're not subscribed, why not? What's, what's the problem with you? Are you one of the 40% of people who watch the show but aren't subscribed? Bruh, subscribe, ring a little bell icon, leave a comment for the algo.
1: Okay, bruh.
0: And, of course, for the rest of y'all, you know what to do. Hit the little thumbs up icon, leave a comment in the chat for the YouTube algorithmic robots to nom on. And, of course, share the show with somebody that you love. And, as always, the show is brought to you by Refugemedical.com. I am the primary shill for Refuge Medical. I founded the company four years ago in my barn. I'm the chief executive officer of said operation. And so uh, therefore I get to say whatever the hell I want about the company, cause it's mine. And you know, if we got a wild hair up our ass and decided to shut it down today uh, and move to a ghost town in Wyoming, we could do that. Cause shh, don't tell anybody, where did bear go? Wyoming, that's where bear went.
1: <laughs>
0: we uh yeah, yeah. Oh, these intrusive thoughts. We have some of these leather kits left in stock. Uh these are moving quite quickly. So if you haven't seen the leather kits yet and you want a leather kit, refugemedical.com under the uh I believe it's new new products tab. Okay, Bear. At the United Nations Assembly Hall on Tuesday. Listen, we accidentally blow things up all the time. Why have we not accidentally blown that place up? I mean, speaking of intrusive thoughts, but like a single daisy cutter, one, boom, problem solved. Because they are the we. Because they are the we? Yeah. Cool. We just lost an F-35. We couldn't accidentally fly the F-35 in the United Nations Assembly Hall. They found it in South Carolina. Yeah, they found it. Was that was that Tuesday? That was yesterday. Okay. It was gone two days? I don't, I think it was gone too. I don't know. I don't know. I've not, I've not kept up on this. Aliens. Aliens. I was getting text messages from my bros who we were like, Hey, have you seen what's happening with this F 35? And I was like, No, I'm on a dozer right now. So sorry. My situational awareness uh, on the geopolitical scale is zero because I'm on a, a dozer. Oh, yeah. Yes, they found it. RLRL says, Yes, they found it. What's up, Chicken Farmer Plus? I'm just saying we have made it one, so not even half of a sentence into the brief. If we're gonna if we're gonna lose an F-35, let's at least fly that sucker to the United Nations Assembly Hall. That's all I'm saying. Oops, the AI fritzed out. We don't. The motherboard got wet. We don't know what happened. Oh well. At the United Nations Assembly Hall on Tuesday, UN Secretary General Antonio Guterres spoke of a potential quote great fracture and quote and urged sweeping alterations saying quote the alternative to reform is not the status quo the alternative to reform is further fragmentation it's reform or rupture we are inching even closer to a great fracture in economic and financial systems and trade relations one that threatens a single open internet with diverging strategies on technology and artificial intelligence and potentially clashing security frameworks. End quote. And so, what I hear in this is, in other words, I am the Secretary General Antonio Guterres of the United Nations, and I say we need more world governance so that we don't separate and fracture. The reform that they're talking about means a lack, a further lack of autonomy for you and I. There's a lot, holy crap, a lot of rumors right now, both revolving around September 23, which if you're bad at math is three days from now. Um, And then August or not August, October the 4th with the worldwide or at least national emergency alert broadcast system thing. And I've seen all kinds of posts from all kinds of people that that is actually a dog whistle for the sleeper cells that have come across the border and they're going to start taking over and they're going to do coordinated strikes on the infrastructure. And then per that document that was leaked on the Reddit thread, r-conspiracy, then that's when the UN blue helmets come in and they're going to usher in martial law. Wars and rumors of wars. Yeah. Matthew 24 wars and rumors of wars, also famine, plague and disease, which we're going to talk about in a moment. Um, the blue helmets Mm, let's just say the blue helmet is smaller than a 10-inch steel plate. And if your accuracy standard is a 10-inch steel plate, for no reason, I'm just saying, for no reason, if your accuracy standard is a 10-inch steel plate, cool helmet, bro. You know, you, nothing to worry about, right? And as my brother Saul likes to say, nobody has figured out anything that you can bolt over your face that'll stop a five-five-six round. Just throwing that out there. I got my AR-15 for the apocalypse. Okay, cool. Is, is it one of those? Also, I do want to congratulate the prepper community on one thing. I noticed this, thinking the deep thoughts on the dozer the other day. I'm so glad, so glad we've gotten over the lime green furniture on rifles and shotguns. that was the zombie uh, zombie guns for the apocalypse. I'm glad we at least, like, we're not doing that anymore. That's wonderful. Thank you. Thank you. If you are one of those unfortunate souls that bought like an M four or a shotgun with lime green furniture on it, uh, spray it down with degreaser, let it dry, then spray it down with Rust-Oleum primer, let it dry, and then rattle can it with, uh, tans and browns and greens and good to go. Cause, uh, I'm colorblind and I can see blue helmets and lime green handguards. Just throwing that out there. Let's see. So yeah, this, uh, Reform or rupture per Antonio Guterres, what does this reform look like, Mr. Guterres? I give you more money and I give away more of my autonomy so that you keep me safe from the BRICS versus U.S. hegemony battle that's going on right now. I'm going to go with no. And, And see, this is All the rabbit holes today. Don't care. It's a full send. We're just going here. This is one of the major problems with preppers, because insight and the preparedness community, we think too big too often. What happens when martial law and then the blue helmets show up? And yeah, but is there food in your pantry? Do you know like two other families you can do life with? I do. One of them just walked in. What's up, Bob? What's up, Bob? Which square is that on the I
2: got three so
0: far. You've got three already.
2: We got five by five, and you said 40% percent not
0: subscribed We're 80 we're eight minutes into the brief. Bob shows up midstream. I waited. I waited so it
1: was actually
0: midstream. I want to be here before. That's this square right here on the bingo card. Bob shows up midstream. Good job. So we people tend to focus too much on. Um, but the United Nations is going to invade and take over. First of all, how they're already here, Bear. Okay, cool. The again, and I've talked a bunch of shit on Texas, and I will continue to do so. Raise your hand if they named a can- a county after your great grandfather. I'm allowed to. You know, I, I'm a <laughs> I'm a prince of Texas. <laughs> uh, <laughs> The Texas State Militia is bigger than the Marine Corps. Okay, cool. You guys want to LARP around in your Gucci multicam? It's time for action, boys. The Texas State Militia is bigger than the United States Marine Corps. So, oh, no, they're already here. Awesome. Load them up. Send it. Next. A warlord of Texas. What's up, 12C? Well, I'm in Oklahoma now, so uh, we retreated north across the Red River because we just couldn't deal with how un-Texas Texas had become. Bigger, but are they willing, says Jeff Cooley. I'd say for the first three days they are because that's what I've seen out of most militias when they deploy is after 72 hours They have no food. They have no sleep kit. They have uh, no logistics. They have no fuel. They have no reserve. They have none, none of that. And it all falls apart in 72 hours. Not always, but generally speaking. But a militia bigger than the Marine Corps could probably get a lot of shit done in 72 hours. But I digress. So that this uh, Gutierrez is painting a picture of the broadening uh, gap between BRICS and the U.S. hegemony. And color me stupid, but I just don't have it in me to care today. Um, there is not currently a um, another fiat currency that can replace the utility of the U.S. dollar, even if the utility of the U.S. dollar has been lessened greatly. Thanks, Biden et al. And, uh, you know, the Rothschilds and the Bilderbergers and all those people. Classic. Classic, Right. This is a classic Rothschild move. It's Soros. He's going to devalue the dollar and buy everything up. Like, okay. Why do all those...
1: Like, they all, like,
0: have the same, like, nine skin tags on their cheek and nose. So, uh, Bob, uh, COO of Refuge Medical over there, saying, why do all those dudes look the same? We're actually going to talk about that in the end of the brief. Well, kind of. Uh, yeah, it, it ties in. But here's the point. It matters less what Soros does than it matters what you do what you do is going to have far more impact on the well-being of you and the people that you love than what they do. Now, can they pull some big picture, top of the hierarchy down stuff that directly affects your life? Absolutely. I just wrote a fat check to the United States government for taxes. (laughs) The kind that, I don't want to get my blood pressure up, but let's just say like, I contemplated if the prison time was worth it. Yeah, <laughs> then, we'll just put it that way.
1: Kind killed themselves for
0: Yes, <laughs> yes. Uh, so can they do some top-down shit that affects your life? Absolutely. But can you do some bottom-up shit that affects your life and theirs? Absolutely. Totally not a spy balloon. Gutierrez. Oh man, that's a. I don't know, Chinese- <laughs> no. no.
1: Nope.
0: Oh! Nice. All right. So Chinese accent, good to go. Not a bagel card. Guterres also has said in a CNN interview, quote, we have a level of division among superpowers that has no precedent since World War II. (laughs) Survey says, ding, correct. It's true. The world is experiencing the highest number of violent conflicts since 1945. Similarly, Mm -hmm. President Zelensky, asterisk, recently said in a CBS interview, quote, if Ukraine falls, what will happen in 10 years? Just think about it. If the Russians reach Poland, what's next? A third world war? Yep, I think that's the play they're running. We're defending the values of the whole world. Are you really, though? And these are Ukrainian people who are paying the highest price. Now, I do agree with that. That's because the big day decided that Ukraine was the chessboard they're going to play chess on for this decade, apparently. The Ukrainian people are paying the highest price. We are truly fighting for our freedom. We are dying. We are fighting for real with a nuclear state that threatens to destroy the world, end quote. This conflict is already impacting numerous countries, worsening food crises. In fact, global food insecurity is now higher than it has been in modern history thus far. Ever. It's almost like you should stack it to the rafters. Somebody, some, oh, is it? Oh, my gosh, guys, these bingo cards are too easy. They're too easy um so somebody wrote in a comment on the uh food storage video yesterday said something to the effect of bear you always say stack it to the rafters but i've never seen your rafters and I was like, yeah, dude, OPSEC. Yeah, right. OPSEC. I should
1: never see your rafters. <laughs> I, you have witnesses that your rafters
0: are Yes, I have multiple witnesses that the rafters are real. I've, I've
1: seen it. All sets of the rafters. <laughs> yeah. The multiple different rafters.
0: We had to add rafters. more rafters. Yeah, I have said in a video that my number is seven years. That <laughs> doesn't need to be your number, but that's my number. And it's a ridiculous amount of food. I'm just going to throw that out there. Um, yeah, it's a lot of food. And then, and then the evil people out there think, well, I'm going to come and take it, Bear, when the balloon goes up. <laughs> I, <laughs> Ote, <Okay. Okay. laughs> my, my, my wife, <laughs> my wife posted a picture of uh, Sam, our oldest livestock guardian dog yesterday, covered in blood. Yep. Just sitting there stoically next yep. to her, watching the animals. It's like, mm, yep, best of luck. And he's one of the least dangerous things on property. <laughs> say, the one
1: <laughs> sitting next to him is far more
0: dangerous. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Oh, my wife will kill you dead. Yeah. That <laughs> oh, fast. Yeah. the men
1: around here would think twice. The women are like,
0: No. 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 I'm
1: much more worried if my wife has a gun than if I have a gun. Yeah. I will focus on PID. My wife will squeeze, squeeze, <laughs> squeeze,
0: squeeze, 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 squeeze. <laughs> Yeah, well, they've been indoctrinated. Shoot the threat to the ground. Right. <laughs> right. Oh, God. Uh Let's see. Global food insecurity is now higher than it has been in modern history thus far. According to the United Nations World Food Program, 7 Hundred people, that's seven-tenths of a billion for those who are playing along in the home game, almost one-tenth of the world's population, uh, about one-twelfth, actually, because if you multiply 700 million times 12, you get 8.4 billion, which is the approximate population of the Earth currently. 700 million people. Oh, right, but then COVID happened. I think there's only a billion people left. It was the deadliest disease ever, right. is what I heard. Well,
1: they gotta get those numbers down. The beagles. Did-
0: yeah, the Deagle predictions—that's true. That's in 2025, so we still got like what, 15 months? Yeah, 16 months. Yeah, it's fine. We're
1: good to go. No biggie. 80 percent, and that's. Fine. It's
0: fine. It's whatever. You got the Deagle predictions, and you got the Georgia Guide Stones. It's it's whatever. It's whatever. <laughs> Seven hundred million people are in the place where they quote don't know when or if they will eat again. End quote, according to Executive Director Cindy McCain so really you got a couple of choices here i would recommend the latter the first is famine the second is food storage so like it's up to you uh another really great comment on uh the food storage video national preparedness month video yesterday was i made the comment that we have an abnormal amount of food and somebody commented back maybe the abnormal thing is going to the grocery store every two or three days and i was like ooh yeah i haven't even contemplated that in a decade because like what's for dinner whatever like pick like what do you want you're
1: abnormal this century but in terms of humanity you're actually pretty normal
0: yeah so in deuteronomy 28 it says and your storehouses will be blessed not and your supermarkets will be blessed so that's just a thing to think about just throwing that out there in regard to international relations Canada and India's relationship is souring as Canada has made allegations that India may have been involved in the assassination of a Sikh activist of Canadian citizenship on Indian soil. I'm just so I'm thinking of like every jingle truck I've ever seen in my entire life. And like those like mud huts that have like an entire family full of people and they're taking like tires and they're like ripping the rubber out of the tires and making like planters with them. They have one machine, one one stroke engine that, you know, it's a it's a one stroke mineral oil engine. Good. Right. Good. Exactly. And I'm like, cool. They're doing spy shit now. Like, I feel like they've really stepped up their game. And I, I know that there's some major m- metropolitan areas in India and it I'm clearly showing my inherent racism and uh, my support of the patriarchy here i get. i don't know whatever blue hair like. but-
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah um my vehicle's warranty expired a decade <laughs> ago thank you very much but it's like apparently india is doing spy shit now so that's cool um both the u.s and australia have expressed concern about the allegations which are currently being investigated by canada now, in my mind, I see, like, a platoon of Royal Mounted Canadian police riding up on horses. Like, he looks like he was shot, eh? Yeah, he was, <laughs> he was shot. Wasn't it Indian guy that shot him, eh? He like, was
1: just an Indian dude. Uh, <laughs> There's a <laughs> Cherokee
0: guy there. Like, whoa, whoa, wasn't me, dude. Wrong just, wrong just, kind I, of I think I think Indian.
1: I am just visiting. apologize.
0: <laughs> right <off> <laughs> <laughs> Can you turn your Bluetooth on? <laughs> oh, man. So Canada is investigating this Indian assassination. This, this is you guys want the threat matrix back. Everybody keeps asking, when are you gonna bring the threat matrix back? And I'm like, all the boxes are full yeah, cool. every it's day. Cool. But talk about an indicator. Canada is investigating India for assassination. It's okay. A, it's a crazy world. Because assassination is typically like a first world country thing. Like that's you know, we do that. Yeah. you know? India is trying to be somebody on the world stage. You're like, how can we do this? Like, let's assassinate. Just
1: kill somebody. Let's
0: assassinate somebody. They're like, who do we got? They're like, we have a Canadian. It's like, mm, that'll do. I, okay. What do you do? And Well, nothing. He's
1: Canadian.
0: I, I know we have Very a nice. bunch of Canadians in the Bear Nation as well. Maybe even some Indians. Guys, it's all tongue in cheek. We're talking about the crumbling of the American empire. So I can talk about the crumbling of the American empire. And not lose my shit over it. You guys up there north of the imaginary line in the snow could probably, you know, be chill as well. Now, both Canada and India have begun expelling senior diplomats. They have senior diplomats? Okay. India explicitly wrote in a statement, quote, The decision reflects... Government of India's growing concern at the interference of Canadian diplomats in our internal matters and their involvement in anti-India activities. So, color me surprised, this is the first I've ever become aware of growing concern between (laughs) Canada and India and their diplomatic relationship based upon assassination. I just...
2: What's really interesting about the history of this, Uh China is working really hard to get into Canada as a vector for America, correct? Yeah. India and China have their own few.
0: So come over here and say that by the microphone for all the people. I'll turn it this way so they can hear you. So
2: So China has been trying to get into Canada as a vector to squash American dominance. They wanna get in on the same continent as America. And so, at the same time, China and India have had their own long-standing roughly feud because they share a border in Nepal. Uh, for some reason Chinese people are really racist against uh, <laughs> other skin tones. So, um, this kind of makes more sense. India is looking to make sure that they're putting pressure on Canada and, like, the whole China issue. So India's probably trying to put their thumb down a little bit more on Canada for playing with China a little too much.
0: So do we shut the Canadian border now? Is that what we do?
2: You can't do that.
0: (laughs) There's there's two dudes in a guard shack with 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 the little arm that comes down across the road. Thank you for letting them know thank you for educating me um brad cement said we are not crumbling simply preparing to shift or pivot to become stronger opportunity 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 literally everywhere and in every industry so so brad i i agree that chaos is the perfect time to uh capitalize on opportunity you just you just gotta survive right not not just survive but thrive and end times chaos um, the thing is, see, I've discussed this multiple times on camera. Empires fail all the time. The average age span of an empire, Sir John Glubb, 250 years. But look at the Roman Empire. Well, it lasted 750 years. Yeah, with like three distinct, um, you know, beginning, middle, and end. Three distinct, uh, what am I looking for here? periods of time for the roman empire and so i don't know what happens with america i don't know if we get america 2.0 i would like that but i know this the roman empire fell there are still romans right they're, they're still romans people still live there the chinese you know dynastic period greatest country in the world there's still chinese people like that happened The the British Empire, the sun never sets on British soil. They're not even allowed to have pistols anymore over there. Yo, you got a knife longer than four inches? That's it, straight to jail. Um, So empires rise and fall. What happens to the people who were within that empire as they're falling and afterward, I think is very much so up to us. I have a vested interest in America remaining the strongest country in the world, um not for ideological reasons being frank for financial reasons I enjoy being able to pay my bills I enjoy um not having to worry too much about money coming in versus money going out my flesh I don't want to be a peasant I got a banner hanging up the wall right there that says no peasant shit." and so and I want my children to inherit a society and a country that's better not worse better than what I was born into. But I still believe the best way for that to happen is grassroots up, top down. First of all, you do not affect any type of change by edict or credo. Secondly, I don't trust the people at the top, not even a little bit. So I don't want them making a whole bunch of calls for my life and the life of my children as to what that needs to look like. I want as much autonomy and freedom down here as the little guy as possible. So I don't, I don't know what happens after the American empire falls. And I don't know if the fall of the American empire will look or feel like it's falling from the inside. But I do know that there is a global power struggle going on right now. And um, very, very selfishly, I would love it if we didn't exit stage left on the world stage. That'd be cool by me. But it also certainly looks and feels like that internally and externally, there are a lot of people and factors that are pushing us in that direction. And so what can you do to mitigate the risk that that represents? Be as independent from that system as possible. That if it falters, if it breaks, if it goes away, you don't go away with it. That's the whole point. Because there are still Romans. There's not a Roman Empire, but there are still romans there are still Britons. there's not a british empire anymore look at the french in africa yeah all those things that used to be colonies now protectorates now they're like you know flying their special forces around in the sahel like empires rise and fall they're still french people what about the normans in france right yeah what about the catholic church yeah there's still a pope but does the Pope exert the type of power and influence now that he did five hundred years ago, a thousand years ago? Well, Bear, you got it all wrong. There's a white Pope, a black Pope, and a gray Pope, and the gray Pope is the one that's on the council on foreign relations, and even the Rothschilds report to him. Okay, too much tinfoil. Back at, have you planted a garden ever, ever? Because if you got time to investigate the gray Pope, you got time to plant a pumpkin, homie. Up. <laughs> the great
1: Pope bit came oh, up. is man. he in the room with you right now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Meanwhile, Russia and North Korea's ties have deepened with Kim Jong-un's visit, and Putin has accepted an invitation to visit North Korea. <sighs> Can we just target pack at these two? <laughs> it's like, Did you see the video of
2: them not drinking their drinks next to each other?
0: No, I did not. Yeah, they're both sitting there. They
1: have, like, (laughs) cups, and, like, they're not sealed bottles. And so, like, they look at each other, and they look down at the glass, and then they're, like, we're just holding this cup.
0: (laughs) See, that's where, like, it would not work for me. Yeah. It would be, like, uh, President Bear is on an international uh, press tour, right, and be, like, bring me a fresh bottle of screwball. And we're just going to sit here and hash this shit out. Putin. I don't know as a person, you seem okay, uh, but you're doing a bunch of stuff that we don't like. Uh, I know we did a bunch of stuff that you don't like either. Maybe we walk this back a little bit because unlike our previous presidents who have feigned that they might kill you, I will. I, I just will. Okay, But we'll have war and nuclear war like we have right now. Okay, cool. Kim Jong-un, you're cute. Knock it off. <laughs> That's real nice knock it off well but yeah you should try keto i brought you a sheep eat this um you know but if you won't play nice with us our friends you know we're friends with the chinese whose economy is also crumbling okay cool anyway sealed bottles of screwball for all my international affairs meanwhile russia and north korea have ties of deepened with kim jong-un's visit and putin has accepted an invitation to visit north korea both military and technical cooperation has been discussed, though reportedly no agreements were actually signed. Still, the United States, South Korea, and Japan have all expressed real concerns. A joint statement read, quote, all three countries express grave concerns over the discussions yeah. between the two leaders, which included topics related to military cooperation, including the development of intercontinental ballistic missiles, despite repeated warnings from the international community. Um. Oh no, war in Southeast Asia. Haven't seen that one coming for a decade. We've always been war with East Asia. Yeah, we've always that's a great word. We've always been at war with East Asia. Now, make no mistake, I am not claiming for more American servicemen and servicewomen to go over there and spill their blood in a foreign land so that we can continue to perpetuate American hegemony. Uh, I am saying, dude, we have what a banging drone fleet. We just lost an F-35, fly that thing into North Korea laden with bombs. We we have capabilities. We just haven't used them because the cost of use of those things politically is apparently too large of a burden to bear. But I think because of that, in a very real sense, people don't take us seriously or seriously as they should on the world stage. Uh, our, our pastor likes to say, you want to be a shofarian, be a shofarian. Well, what does that mean? It means look at what they do, do what they do. Roger that. You want to be a superpower, be a superpower. You know, the iron fist inside the velvet glove. Precisely. Mm -hmm. That's the written brief. Uh, There's a, what's that?
1: What's the non-written brief?
0: Oh my gosh, yeah. There's a couple of articles I want to look at. And those articles are one from RT, which is Russia Today. Barry, you get a lot of your information from Russia Today. Eh, yeah, you know why? Because like their bias is clear. It's very easy for me to sift through their bias because it's obvious. It's not any. It's not any less reliable air quote of a news source than Fox News, CNN, MSNBC, ABC, NBC, The Blaze, The Daily Wire, The Guardian. Like, it's drudge. You didn't
2: know what their people
0: know. What's that?
2: You didn't know what their people know. Like, what is their news source? What Mm are their people actually getting the understanding of how the world works? You didn't
0: know how they think. Yeah, yeah. Always consider the source. Also, remember when Al Jazeera was some like punks with camcorders who were filming, you know, Islamic radicalism in the Middle East and now is an international news network. Bro. Yep. Yep.
1: Just makes you wonder. You can really do anything with low tech,
0: you know? It's all possible. Yeah, well, cavitate their foreheads too. From (laughs) RT.com. West is a crumbling empire, according to U.S. journalist to RT. There's no hope of stifling the success of a multipolar world, Jackson Hinkle said. Now, to be absolutely clear, I had no idea who the hell Jackson Hinkle was until I pulled this article up this morning. Um, I still don't know who he is, other than apparently he's a white guy with eh, an okay suit and a really shitty looking face. Um... So from the article, history will not look fondly upon the, quote, Nazis and liberals, Nazis and liberals, end quote. Because I thought, at least here, our American propaganda, the Nazis are the conservatives' ones. The Nazis and the liberals, quote, were pushing progressive ideology such as transgenderism onto children, political analyst uh, Jackson Hinkle told RT in an interview on Tuesday. The host of The Dive with Jackson Hinkle stressed that the U.S. and Western Europe are beginning to lose their global influence in an ever-changing multipolar world and are becoming, quote, a hollow skeleton of power and a crumbling empire. Quote, empires are most dangerous when they're rising or falling. And right now, that's definitely the case for the United States and the West. End quote, Hinkle said, noting that apart from a nuclear war, there is little Washington could do to stop the development of countries like China and Russia. (sighs) unpopular opinion time but uh I guess that's what I'm known for at this channel I don't know who this guy is I do agree that the what is reported on in the world as to what the United States is and or has become is depressing and accurate Putin's correct when he lambasts the Society of the United States. Because a small, a very small minority of people are very vocal here about all of this leftism woke ideology. And the upper echelons in our leadership is absolutely corrupt. And in many cases co-opted, you know, the Biden's in Ukraine, how many people have been bought out by China? Um, It's just disgusting. I see the same things that they say are problems they being the other international air quote leaders of the world. I don't like those things either. I was just talking earlier. I had a boss one time. I, uh, came, I was new into this company and I came in and everything was wrong and I made a long list of everything that was wrong. And I asked the owner of a comp of the company for an hour of his time. And I got just a little bit into my list and he said, yep. Okay. Stop. I know I have problems. What I want to know is what you're going to do about them. Get out of my office. And over the course of the next month, the things that were bullshit, I crossed off the list, the things that I could do without his involvement, I did do. And then we had another conversation where I laid out proposed courses of action for everything that was left that was wrong with how the company was being run. And then it took 18 months to implement all of the changes that I had laid out in that hour long meeting with a company. That was not very big at the time. How much longer is it going to take for a country of 340 million plus or minus people to change its ways? And so itemizing all the problems that we have doesn't solve any of them. It, at its most basic level, gives you some awareness as to what the problems are. But it's the very beginning of the OODA loop. Observe, orient, decide, act. Simply observing that everything's wrong doesn't help you in any way. You have to orient on the specific problems, then decide courses of action. What are you going to do about it? Then you have to execute, then you have to act upon that. And I firmly believe the only way we get out of this spiral of death that we're in as, as a country is that we, as individuals, at the grassroots level, observe these things that are going on, orient on specific problems then decide what we're gonna to tolerate, what we're not going to tolerate. And dare I say, be incredibly vocal about it to the people that matter. And then act on that specific course of action, A, to insulate you from the decaying empire, and B, so that you have possessions of strength in your own life every day. So I agree this Jackson Hinkle, when he lays out all these things that are wrong with the country. And the indicators of a crumbling empire. Yep. Yeah, we've been saying that for years at this channel. But what are you going to do about it? That's the thing. What are you going to do about it? And I get the question here all the time. Well, Bear, what are you doing about it? Bro, 6,000 videos. 6,000 videos and live streams on YouTube and Patreon over the last six years. I don't know if you do math, but that's an average of a 1,000 per year. There's 365 days in a year. That's an average of two and a half videos a day, every day, for the last six years. And additionally, I don't just talk about stuff. In fact, I prefer to do stuff as compared to talking about it. If you've been watching the National Preparedness Month videos, not one of those videos was the camera pointed at my face. Not one of them. It was pointed towards what we were doing to show you what we're doing. And for those that have eyes to see and ears to hear, you can pick up on what we are doing to insulate ourselves from the broken, fragile system. So that we can operate from positions of strength so that if this thing does go sideways, we don't go sideways with it. Hopefully that makes sense. Do I still have a live stream? I do. Good morning, Monica. (laughs) <laughs> jw27 said reminds me of what my old chief told me once when i was a noob you are coming to me with problems i have enough of those bring me solutions exactly last uh, little article i want to take a look at here getting back to oh my gosh why did all right class action lawsuit against the people who made these chairs i hit the little lever with my heel all the time and i just dropped down in the chair Constantly. I'm going to uh, drive a four-inch lag bolt through the thing so it, it can't drop. Somebody needs to sacrifice an ankle. Somebody needs to sacrifice we, an ankle. We don't sacrifice ankles, Eric. There's, the temple is in our heart now. Yeshua is the high priest. We're not, we're not sacrificing anything, especially people. But speaking of sacrificing people and the Rothschilds from theblaze.com, oh. U.S. regulators may soon approve human trials of artificial wombs. I don't
1: like this place. Now,
0: now I've read the article. It I only got today. I only got seven pop-ups from the Blaze. So thank you, the Blaze. I also had to scroll through their list of air quote news for a solid three minutes before I found an article that was worth even reading, not reading to y'all, just reading, falling falling right off the cliff, the blazes, um, comma, I understand the reasoning behind why, and I want to be clear on this because a lot of people are incapable of nuanced conversation or they dip in and out of the live stream or they only listen to part of the video and then they Take things that I say out of context and they go, Barry, you're an ass. Yes, I am, but not for these reasons. So let me clarify. The research is being conducted currently to increase the survivability rate of babies that are born prematurely. And ideologically, I'm on board with that because I know enough people who have lost prematurely born children that it wrecked their life. That if there's a way to keep that child alive, to have it to continue to grow outside of the mother's womb, that brings that child about, I can see that ideologically as a good thing. The issue that I have is that like all technologies that are developed for the good of humanity, it's just a matter of time before they're co-opted for the bad of humanity. The guy that invented the uh, the Gatling gun, yep. Dr. Gatling invented it so that people on the battlefield would be would have cleaner kills, would suffer less. Yep. The Gatling gun. Now we've got you know 20 millimeter 30 millimeter 40 millimeter chain guns. Ah. Mm, yeah, AC130s and yeah yeah, right. Um, and no uh, make no mistake. If that thing pointed at my enemies, all for it. If it's pointed at me, I got a problem with it, right? And so perspective matters as well. But just because the developmental ideology was A doesn't mean the ideology of use will remain A. It'll be B, C, D. Shalom, brother. So I want to be clear about that. If we can save the lives of preemies, I think that's great. My question is, where does this go after that? So, again, from the blaze, U.S. regulators may soon approve human trials of artificial wounds.
1: And this is two weeks after we've had the first non-human embryo, yep. non-human sperm, artificially created and fertilized.
0: Yep, I had that same thought. But we also did get that sick drop on aliens out of Peru. That's true. In Mexico, so. New drop. <laughs> yep, that was that was Awesome. Advisors to the U.S. Food and Drug Administration are convening Tuesday and Wednesday for closed-door meetings to discuss the prospect of approving artificial wombs for use in human trials. The FDA's Pediatric Advisory Committee will chiefly address what kind of data scientists will have to produce in the trials and what sort of regulations may be needed. Uh, the unnatural process by which a creature is grown inside a fluid-filled pod as opposed to inside a symbiotic mother has been pitched by companies like Viatera, or Viterra Biomedical, as a means of increasing survival and improving improving outcomes for premature babies. While some scientists are excited by the prospect of potentially helping struggling babies, critics have noted the technology will inevitably result in legal and ethical quandaries. Nevertheless, Nature reported that researchers at the Children's Hospital of Philadelphia, a hospital that apparently offers medical sex change interventions to children as young as eight years old, are ready to move on from performing artificial womb experiments involving lambs. That the lamb CHOP researchers, CAP researchers are specifically seeking approval for the first human clinical trials of their extra uterine environment for newborn development or EXTEND. And it, it looks like, um, what do you got?
2: Like four sentences back, did you just use the word creature and baby in the same sentence?
0: Yeah, in the article, creature and baby in the same sentence. Okay. Yep. Is it really
1: named Lamb Chop? It's sure. called the Chop. Name the hospital is Chop. So, like, did they do that on purpose? <laughs> is, it's too cute. I don't,
0: the CHOP, the Children's Hospital of Philadelphia.
1: Oh, like it was like.
0: But it's, it's just ridiculous. It's <laughs> <laughs> still wrong. It's still just ridiculous. You're chop. using anything related to Lamb and Chop when we're talking about babies, not cool yeah not not cool but but see then people will go back to the the galactic law of the universe requires that they tell you what they're going to do yeah maybe so maybe question mark um where did we get this galactic law of the universe from just you know always consider the source (laughs) well i i heard that you know it's because of the illuminati okay so you went and talked to an illuminati and they told you is that what happened i've just just, somebody helped me out here oh is it the freemasons i'm a level 87 mage i think mage yeah dps mage (laughs) (laughs) bob said come on out, show you (laughs) Um Okay, this early technology would not yet entirely eliminate the mother from the equation. Rather than growing a human being from conception to birth, as was horrifyingly depicted in the science fiction film The Matrix, the CHOP researchers, Children's Hospital of Philadelphia, quote, hope that stimulate, simulating some elements of a natural womb will increase survival and improve outcomes for extremely premature babies. In humans, that's anything earlier than 28 weeks of station. Less than 70% of the way to full term, which is typically, typically between 37 and 40 weeks. It, uh, let's see. Bloomberg reported that premature lambs kept inside the fake womb for up to four weeks were able to develop normally. Scientists at the University of Toronto executed similar experiments, but instead on fetal pigs, having concluded that, quote, there are several questions that remain with regards to the feasibility of translating fetal sheep into human subjects. Human subjects is a shitty term as well. I don't like... Subject to what? They're test subjects. We're talking about test subjects. Human... Premature human baby test subjects. There's a... There's a part of my soul that just pushes back against that. And I cannot... I cannot directly explain why it feels bad to me.
2: This is the bubbly... Uh, publicly palatable way yep. of soliciting for extra monies outside of the direct medical government field for the ends and means of, like, oh, we need to make people,
1: like, non human people, people. Did you see the AI robots at the NFL games, too?
0: Did I see the AI robots at the NFL games? Those
1: are people. They, no. No, they're not.
0: So what I want to know is which police department had their SWAT snipers up in the boxes (laughs) with those AI robots running around. And were the guns pointed at the people or the robots?
1: Right. Right. Because how much did that robot cost? Yep. Yeah, dude. They're like, I don't care at all about these people. I care about that $230,000 robot. (sighs) 40
0: 40 millimeter HE. Somebody bring me an M279. Or an M79, rather.
1: It's what people don't realize is a lot of those robots they're sitting there and everybody's like, oh wow, they're so cool, they're so crazy, they're so weird. Um those robots, if you watch them, they were studying the people. Yep. They were studying how to act inside of a crowd. I I don't know how more grown men just didn't start deleting those things. Yeah. Like there were men with beards there. there was <laughs> nobody like, yeah, this might be bad. I've seen irobot. Like, what the f come on dude, where's Will Smith at when you need him?
0: It is now pouring rain here. And when it pours rain here, the connection of the internet to the bunker 40 foot below the earth uh, gets pretty bad. So we're gonna go ahead and call it a brief. This will be your invitation. If you're one of those people that jumps off when it's time to discuss the value exchange, I invite you politely to beat feet skedaddle, get out of here, have a blessed day. Shalom. For everybody else, we're gonna talk about the value exchange. Links in the description for everything I'm about to say patreon.com prepper consultancy you give me 10 bucks a month you ask the questions i give you the answers lots of really good content up there and another thing i want to point out is when you join patreon not only do you get access to the body of work that is being produced constantly and uploaded constantly to patreon you get access to all the previous body of work as well of videos on patreon and they have been sorted diligently by Monica over here, who refuses to ever appear on camera or to even say words near a microphone, uh, which is awesome. Because when Monica goes operational, you don't even know what she looks like or sounds like. She's just out there, just like bodying AI robots, and nobody even knows who she is. It's phenomenal. Is Monica even a girl? We don't know. We don't know. Maybe it's maybe it's just uh, just a code name. Code name Monica. Anyway, Monica? Question mark. Has tagged all of those posts. And so if you're looking for something on sheep in the Patreon search bar, you can put in sheep or mutual assistance group, mags or firearms or whatever. What's up, Kyle M? So, Patreon.com. Join the Patreon family. It's 10 bucks a month. Uh, overwhelming value. Next, RefugeMedical.com. So, Liberty who uh runs operations over at the refuge uh store brought me this this morning this is a bare minimum pouch that has been run through four essential responders four of them now if you've never been to an essential responder that means nothing to you if you have been to one you know what that means I have a photo on my phone of another kit that we're prototyping. This is after one use. Can you see the mud caked on there? Okay. That's after one use. One. That's one responder three class. One. Okay. So because we pressure test our systems, right? This has been through four of those, and it's been thrown in a washing machine, then a dryer. And this is what it looks like. I don't know if you can tell, there's nothing wrong with this. And so when I say I unconditionally guarantee this forever, if you break it, I will replace it. That's because I'm guessing your use case is not going to be as hard as ours. And in the rare instance that we (laughs) <laughs> Tommy Gupta said, yep, use that one. I believe you. And if your use case is harder than ours and you do break it, I'll replace it. No questions asked. Forever. It's as simple as that. You just send us an email and we send you another kit. Okay? So that's four. Four. And it looks like we just took it off the shelf so we could pack it to send it out to one of y'all. Um I mentioned earlier the leather kits. I'll, I'll go through these really quick. This is the smaller leather kit. So this is the Woodsman. It's got these brass snaps. It's made by Justin Nazarene Leather Co., and it is branded, like, burnt into the leather here with their logo. And it's burnt into leather here with the Refuge Tree of Life logo. It's got a wooden toggle. It's got red paracord for closure, but it also includes brown paracord if you want to swap that out if you don't want something that's high-biz. You got brown power cord as well. And you open this up, open this up. And I've got in this one, the small one, I've got a soft T tourniquet. Committee on TCCC recommended windless tourniquet. This is in the plastic, so you know you're getting a new one. I recommend you take it out of the plastic when you get it. And you've got a slick kit right here. Now, this, this is cool because now, while I recommend you have dedicated first aid kits all the time so that you're not robbing Peter to pay Paul, taking stuff out of this kit. And then when you need it, it's not in this kit, it's somewhere else. But this slick kit is, uh, was developed to carry in your jeans or your khakis. Slick stands for sexy legs and khakis kit. Cause everything needs an acronym, yes. right? Uh, so in here, like you can take it out and put this in your pocket. And this has two halo chest seals, Combat gauze, quick clot combat gauze right there, a pair of gloves, and a mini emergency trauma dressing, ETD, North American Rescue, right there, and some flat duct tape in coyote tan, which is super cool. So that's the small leather kit, the Woodsman, and I would add that these are very competitively priced for what you're getting, very competitively priced. So, the Woodsman, small one. You can hang this on uh, your timber felling belt, on your chainsaw chaps. You can hang this on your motorcycle. You can throw this into your executive EDC. You can wear this while bushcrafting or LARPing at the Wren Fair, whatever you're into. Somebody said it'd be great for musket balls. It'd be great for musket balls. Um, and also, Just a Nazarene Leather Co., Just a Nazarene Leather Co. has myriad other pouches that they do they do awesome work this is real leather everything on this made in america all of this made in america so if you are looking for leather pouches for some other application check them out as well the larger one here so the small ones the uh the woodsman right here this is the forester okay how big is it it's about that big there's my hand same brass, uh, snaps, belt loop, wooden closure, replaceable, high-vis or low-vis, paracord closure. Open that up. Pop this open. And here I have a CAT Gen 7, committee on T- TCCC, recommended windless tourniquet, also in the plastic, so you know you're getting a new one. Take it out and stage it when you get the kit. And what's this? Oh, look, it's a pocket. What's that? Made in the USA. Made in the USA. Guaranteed forever. Pull that out. I now have a pocket in my hand. And look at all the cool stuff i got in here. Combat gauze, wound packing gauze, chest seals, nasal pharyngeal airway, flat duct tape, sharpie, emergency trauma dressing. Gloves. Good to go. in a little tiny weight. This weighs less than a loaded M4 magazine. It's that big. Just like that. You can also get these uh, for your cami pants at the store. Just put in POC, POC kit because it goes in your pock kit. And that's the uh, that's the Forester right there. So leather kits now from Refuge, doing really well. And let's see. You know what? Let let's kick it. Stephanie S. said, "Oh wow, yeah, they're awesome, man. Um, love it, bear." awesome Norwegian prepper 1776 I'm getting one today that's awesome Heather said Justin Nazarene is an amazing company that's awesome are you sure that it's not a kit inspired by Tupac pretty sure uh because I can't name a single Tupac song Berkey Emin says I have a pocket and soft tea tourniquet in the in my back pocket of my jeans every day that's awesome Berkey we uh, by the way, are up to 91 lives saved with refuge medical kits. Yeah. So praise ya. You don't have to worry about whether or not the kit's gonna work. I have 91 use cases where they have worked. Um they work. Praise y'all. That's the whole point of these kits. Is there, you know, we've got a, a little bit of time. Is there a kit that you guys want to know more about? I might have one in arm's length if you want to see it. I've got a bare minimum. I've got a bare fact and Western kit. I've got an adventure kit. I've got SOB. I've got the desk kit. I've got the pocket. Boo-boo kit. Nick Rhodes, if you start rapping, I'm out. JC Fisher said, all Refuge stuff is top quality. Going for the smash kit this week. That's awesome. The body bucket does not exist yet for y'all. Lay some fat beats bare. Uh, the surgical bucket—I don't have one here because they sold out incredibly fast. But I believe they're back in stock. Is that yeah, true? She's
1: got them back in stock. There's going to be a
0: shipping time on them. Mm, copy. Belt kit—I don't have that here either. But the—you can find the belt kit on the site Uh Let's see. And buckets with buckets for Bob's is still going right now. So that's through the end of Sukkot, I believe October 7th, October 8th, somewhere in there. Um, And so for every bucket you buy, which all of our stuff is HSA and FSA eligible as well. um, For every bucket you buy, you're entered in a chance to win an awesome Refuge Medical created bug out bag, as well as a jelly bean launcher, as well as a Mantis training kit uh, and a whole bunch of other stuff level 4 plates and carrier uh so it's a it's a huge national preparedness month giveaway every bucket you buy surgical bucket wound care bucket baby birthing bucket or the postpartum bucket you if you buy 10 buckets you're entered 10 times yeah,
1: and like if you get this giveaway you're up yeah for shtf that's a
0: great yeah bob said if you get this giveaway you are up for shtf awesome Everyone needs a burn care kit for Sukkot. What's up, Texas sheep lady? Any post-shtf medical guidebooks? Um, yeah, get the uh, the war surgery book. That's a really good one. Um, where there is no doctor is another good one. I have. I think I have some videos on that. I would like to see a ten tourniquet kit there. Okay, Ricky. Um, the max. Oh, yeah. Commercial break. Yeah. Big Tex. I'm not in charge of that. YouTube's in charge of that. I have it set at the minimum, which is one ad every half of an hour. Believe you can set it up to one ad every two minutes, but you can't unset it. It's a new YouTube thing. Love you back, Big Tex. Prepper's medical handbook is a good one. Okay, cool. Order my bucket through Heath via phone. He apparently did the computer work on my order. Awesome, Babette. Yeah, that's another thing. Um, Refuge, if you call the store, you're not going to get a pre-recorded robot to talk to. You're not going to be put into a phone tree. A human will answer the phone and will talk with you on the phone until your order is placed, issue is resolved. If you just need to chat, whatever. Like, real people answer our phones. Real people take your orders. Um, Hey, brother, did you get your special delivery? I don't think I have yet, Chicken Farmer Plus. Um, Have you ever thought about making a kit specifically for motorcycles? I have. I do think motorcyclists need to have a kit on them. The issue that I ran into is, A, I don't have a lot of expertise with motorcycles. B, it's kind of like the tactical community, and that there's so much preference, what you want in your kit, where you want your kit, what color you want it to be, how you want it to look like, how you're going to mount it, yada, yada, yada.
1: I've talked to about a 100 people who ride. I myself ride. Um, So the big thing that happens with a motorcycle accident is that you and the bike are no longer standardly in the same location. Yep. Um, You're separated from the bike. And so carrying something on your person... Is what we recommend: Slick kit and a tourniquet is the way to go. It's usually like that's the win for the motorcycle community.
0: Yep. All right, so that's refugemedical.com. You guys know all about us. Uh, if you use the promo code Bear Nation, you'll get free shipping. If you're on Patreon, use your promo code. You'll get a percentage off. See the RT boys. I gave it to Cap. Roger that. I haven't seen Cap since uh, I think that might still be in Kansas. Which brings us into refugetraining.com. Uh, we have classes are live for Pecola, Oklahoma, which is near Fort Smith, Arkansas, which has an airport and is four hours or less from multiple international airports. And we've had lots of people drive all across the country to come to class. And as a result, more than 3,500 people have been trained in the last couple of years and multiple lives have been saved by refuge training alumni, which is incredible. Uh, there is no other training opportunity for civilian tactical medicine on the face of the earth that compares to refuge training. That's not me saying that. That is multiple witnesses, active and former special forces, who have come to class and said, dude, this is insane. I can't believe you're teaching this to civilians. I am. So if you'd like to come to class, refugetraining.com. I would submit to you that it's incredibly important that you invest some time and money in training because you can have all the kit in the world, but if you don't know how to use it, it doesn't matter. And the likelihood that you'll have to use your first aid kit as compared to using your handgun or carbine, uh, it's way more likely that you're going to need to provide medical intervention to yourself or somebody else than have to shoot somebody in defense of your life. So I strongly recommend you come to class, Refuge training.com. Let's see, what else? Moose Run Coffee, if you drink coffee and uh, you want to support a brother and you want to support Grindstone Ministries slash Caleb House at the same time, get the Grindstone Blend from mooseruncoffee.com. Uh, check that out. calebhouse.org, online giving. If you want to get involved in anti-human trafficking, actually make a difference, actually break generational curses actually provide a biblical covering to widows and orphans, calebhouse.org, Caleb with a K, calebhouse.org. You can learn more about what we do there. If the spirit convicts you, there's online giving there. If it doesn't, Mazel Tov, no worries. Do your thing, bro. Grindstoneministries.com, which is our disaster relief ministry, and Grindstone is the construction arm that is building Caleb House. You can find us at grindstoneministries.com. If you need a free copy of the scriptures, you can email admin at grindstoneministries.com. Just tell us where to send it. And uh, of course, at Grindstone, you can find all of our swag, our Caleb House t-shirts, long sleeves, and hoodies, our brother uh, Rex's Facts Not Feelings, no, our brother Saw's Facts Not Feelings shirt, and our brother Rex, the Real Dope shirt. There's links in the description down below on all of those, and a portion of those proceeds go to support Caleb House as well. And I'm happy to tell you we are moving literal mountains of dirt at Caleb House. We have a dozer out there, a skid steer out there, track hoe out there, pulling a bunch of old interior fence, uh, have located the wells on property, um, beginning to rough in subsurface utilities, have worked on the site roads, existing and some new site roads, grading those out, working on drainage and getting culverts in, laid our first course of road base yesterday on property. It's like gravel with fines in it sb2 road base and we did that specifically because we knew it's going to rain for the next two to five days here in oklahoma and i wanted that to get wet and compact so that we can add another layer and another layer and actually base the road up and build that up that is ongoing the barn kit for the barn slash barn (laughs) dominium is purchased completely paid for we have the concrete subcontractor lined up for when it's time to erect the barn and our goal is by the the first day of January 2024 to have the barn up and have the utilities run to the barn. We are also in process of setting up an interview for a property manager. Uh, He, the guy with the weed whacker and the AR-15, that guy, we have a really awesome candidate for that position and... The barn dough, we'll get the barn up by the first of January, then begin construction on the Barn Doe so said person has a place to live. And that's becoming increasingly important by the day. Not that I expect any external threats, but we have more and more value in equipment and material on property. Somebody should be out there keeping an eye on it. So there's a quick Caleb House update for you. We are being diligent stewards of everything that y'all have given thus far. We are one seventeenth of the way to completion when it comes to funding. So again, if the spirit moves you, please don't forget about us. We had an awesome round of fundraising, uh, you know, a couple weeks ago. It was incredible. The restoration initiative. So thank you to the super donor and thank you to everybody who donated as well. That was awesome. We are one seventeenth of the way there. So, but we are building, and that's awesome. It feels good to be doing. Uh, even if the dozer is kicking my ass on a regular basis, because there's a lot of rock there. And that's the brief for today. Y'all are awesome. I love you. Have a blessed day. Shalom.